0: what's up out there ice friends and family we've gone a few days you know without getting back to you we wanted to let you catch up we had a long record uh just before with our friend todd dawson and we shot right back at you with a couple of these little shorts and we're coming to you with the actual 11th podcast at the end of the day it's the third short podcast and we're trying to set up you know a positive message about what's going on not only in the ice community but across the globe and and things that you can be doing or, or not doing during this time so you know i got my co-pilot jess parish in the background what's up jess
1: what's up guys great to be here thank you so much ken thank you dawson
0: yep and i didn't say it but it's your host ken Dieterich, sitting in the office just uh hanging out getting ready to talk with mr dawson list that's our guest for this week and jess and i were kind of all over the place on where we're going to go as we're trying to go around the country and it came up that we both had a lot of uh, respect for what we called dawson's list which was his own online archive of uh, templates so to speak and i'm gonna let him break into that because it's funny because he just learned that we called it dawson's list which happens to be his name too what's up dude how are
2: you i'm doing well How how are you all doing
0: awesome man awesome we appreciate you coming on
2: sure thanks for having me
0: definitely jess was excited uh, we just had a little brief kind of intro before we started the call and you know dawson and i have met a few times across travels and jess and him unfortunately haven't met uh, maybe this year we can all just return Facebook. to ice alaska and maybe that's where we all get to go save your money boys because i saw heather posted that ice alaska was going to try to shoot uh, for full schedule just like uh we would hope would be planned
2: yes
1: i saw that as well shout out even heather Price, killing it up there let's 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 get together let's volunteer let's push that show this is is the best one i'm with you on that
0: and i gotta tell you so we got dawson dawson you your company is called ice dragon ice sculptures and you're out of new orleans Right, and you've got a couple websites. Uh, I, I bounced around them to kind of refamiliarize myself uh, with where you were at, and we had a yeah. little pre-texting and stuff, I guess, back and forth. And uh, right. you know, so you you've still got the full sculpting company going, and I think like the rest of us are in in full weight as uh, COVID is, is is just making us all trail behind it, waiting for it to go away.
2: Yeah, I uh, I think well last weekend I actually had a full event, which was strange, and then looking back, uh, that event may have been technically illegal. So that was kind of interesting. Uh, cause I, I just went ahead and I was, it was in a different state. It was close by. Um, but, uh, so it was kind of interesting. I went back and looked at the, uh, um, the mandates for that particular state and realized that the event that I may, may have been an illegal event so that was kind of interesting but uh in hindsight but you
0: know was going on all over the place we had a restriction on people in Ohio set at 50 and to be honest with you I don't I don't actually know what it is today right a friend of mine went to a a wedding just uh maybe a month ago now and there was well over 200 no mask wearing people there and you know that that was a problem for them so they uh you know they kind of hightailed it out of there afterwards but yeah i didn't i didn't
2: hang around uh but that's what looking at the event it looked like it was going to be something similar to that i had an ice bar and two other ice sculptures there so it was you know it was not a small wedding and there was a a, another large wedding going on at the venue next door as far as i could tell and but the, you know there was police there but you know and they weren't stopping anything so it was kind of a strange deal so
0: you know and i think we i think if we talked all across the country and it's i me and jess agree totally we steer away from trying to get too crazy on these calls but when we look at the country we see all across the country there's definitely that divide we know and but cruising around i saw just like today as i was out i can't believe the amount of people no mask uh i did see a yeah, field next to a church there probably was a hundred people there some people had masks on which was encouraging right you start to kick back which are light and I, you know i'm I want to say it's awesome. You just had this piece of business. I'm going to let Jess say something about business in a second because he had some too. As I talked to Carvers just in the last week or two, it seems like more and more, and because I sent out a weekly email, Carvers emailed me back, more and more have told me in the last couple of weeks, hey, I've had a sculpture here, a sculpture here, and we've had a few. We've had a couple. I was just telling Jess, it's like a fluke. We've had a couple each week for the last maybe four or five weeks at this point. Right. And um, it goes dead around the holiday. But Jess, you've had some,
1: you just had some sculpture pick up too, right? Yeah, I mean, I've, we've had a trickle. I mean, it, it hadn't been anything to speak of yet, but I have noticed a little bit more of a inquiry. And you know, I, I had a lady that called me today from, you know, just the same story. We had a party with you last October, blah, blah, blah. And they're all the same boat that we are They're, they're hoping for the best. And, you know, these were their most memorable things of their event, you know, they, they want that. And this is what we got to remember and, and they want it. Um, and so, um, you know, um, one thing that I wanted to bring up real quick while I got the floor here for a moment uh, for you Dawson's is I wanted to ask you Back uh, when you've gone through the uh, recoveries from uh, 9/11, the recession, and Katrina, um, one thing that we've discussed is offering like smaller sculptures, or you know, uh, different style luges or or things like that that we can get more uh, out of one block. Uh, do you remember or do you recall? Um, offering anything like that? Or do you have any recommendations? You know, the one thing, uh, uh, let's see, it was, who was it? Stan Colonco or who was it? That, no, it was Todd Dawson. And he, he said that the, the common little vase became very popular. And uh, I just wanted to know, and maybe we could spark a conversation on the iSculptor's uh, Facebook page with the same question. Can you guys share what you can do for the smaller sculptures and at what price and what kind of trays or and what kind of centerpiece trays and what kind of lights? And does this include delivery or is it pickup only or are we going crazy like Jim Duggan in, in Atlanta and ice sculptures everywhere? Big shout out. He's very innovative in that realm. And, and are we trying to package them up and, and ship them with dry ice or? I mean, you know, can we get into this conversation while we're on this podcast feature of shorts about what are we doing, you know, as an alternative, but also as an alternative with
2: ice. Right. Um, you know, to, to be honest in, I've never, um, gone that route as far as, uh, you know, trying to see if I could sell. Now, I've certainly seen it, and I think it's a, uh, um, a very valid way to go, but it's just never been particularly appealing to me. Um, I do some, some work on a, on a CNC and then some by hand, uh, and, you know, and of course um, that'll probably go towards more and more CNC as time goes on uh but as far as yeah and i could definitely see a value um in doing small pieces uh on a cnc machine but uh, uh it's just never been it feels a little bit like i'm kind of not doing you know uh hold, i don't know holding myself back it's not really why i got into ice sculpting anyway is to you know to punch out little things so it's never been very appealing to me. So it's not some it's not a direction that I've ever gone in. I'm not saying it's it's not a good direction. It's just never been appealing to me, um, and I've just taken different avenues when I've had to deal with the sorts of situations that were, um, you know, that we're we're finding finding ourselves in now with COVID, and then uh, you know stuff that I dealt with in the past with Katrina. Uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, I feel like it's important that you're doing something that you're really passionate about. Um, and that's why I got into ice sculpting in the first place. And when I find myself doing things that I dread doing, uh, then I just try to pick a different direction. So that's, that's you know, and, and that's not to say that it's not somebody else's passion, but it's, that's not something that I'm particularly interested in.
0: I know a group of uh, stone sculptors north. I didn't really know a lot of stone sculptors until I went north into uh, the Northwest Territory, as I say, north into Yellowknife. And I met these guys that came to carve ice with us. And if there's one thing they would tell you is they would rather carve one, you know, large stone sculpture than lots of little ones. And it's interesting because if you were up there and you hear their story, because these guys are some of the best like hand stone carvers in the world. Right. It was really dramatic poses and everything. And at some point, maybe fifteen or twenty years ago, it went from being like, you know, decent sized pieces that were real costly to being all this little stuff that a machine can't do, but you need a stone craftsman to do. So right. you know, somebody'll order four hundred little tiny polar bears and these guys are sitting there just knocking out polar bears. And the guy told me he said, you know, when this came in the first time for the contract, I wish we would have just stood by and said no. Right. So I think there's like an up and a down to the whole idea. And I actually talked to a carver today that I was, that was kind of, you know, almost like thirsty for how am I going to get something going? And I said, every Facebook page you've got, you know, every city barter page, every city restaurant group page, every one of them, same, same ad, some cheap luge for Labor Day weekend, you know, pick up and go include some cocktail ice. I said, you know, obviously not a break-even point. Some you can make money on, but sacrifice a little bit and try to create a new customer base on a whole new market. So I'm interested to hear what they say because they'll call me and they'll let me know how that whole thing turned out.
2: And right. That's what
0: gonna try to do. Um, you know, I'm in a shop right now and I can tell you that we're not trying to get three shot luges out of one block to try to make, you know, $60 shot luges to nickel and dime ourselves. we're we're trying to, you know, hold the line and uh, keep the market that was really great. Probably everyone could agree it was probably one of the best ice markets, uh, you know, in, in 2019. So, you know, hoping that that market would return with such glory, I guess. But, yeah, so now you had Katrina. You also mentioned when we were hotlining before about the oil uh, spill or the oil, you know, when they had the break at the wellhead down there, the BP oil. Spill. Right, the BP, yeah. And uh, oh, Katrina- yeah. in, two, in a series of- You've seen a series of things.
2: Yeah, they, they show up every few years. Now, uh, you know, Katrina was obviously completely different in that, uh, you know, um, I was able to get other ice sculptors. I was, I was one of the few that was affected by it. So other ice sculptors actually helped me. Uh, Joe Reimer in particular, who I, who I still do a lot of work with, uh, helped me out a lot. Um, and uh, I actually would work out of a, a shop in Memphis until uh um until things started really coming back online until we moved that moved back down to new orleans and well not even really into new orleans for a while but in mobile uh so uh, you
0: yeah, what a challenge and a shout out to all those guys that helped you um you know all of those guys have helped me at some point you know as i tried to move ice around the country and support of businesses you know acf uh you know cater source you know any kind of showing i could go to i'd call on on people and uh you know it's such a great group of people to work with and to know that you had backbone support during those times too you know that's a shout out right now it's kind of like i think what jess and i are trying to do is uh you know we're not we're not back behind you like these guys were for dawson during katrina so to speak we're here in a vocal sense bringing people to you uh trying to give you support in some direction of positivity you know so I appreciate right. you bringing up that story and a shout out to those guys again, because that's the kind of stuff that happens in this really small tailored business. It's passionate, you know, so.
2: Well, yeah. And, and actually, um, you know, in the example of a, uh, with Joe Reimer, I knew him before uh, Katrina, but then uh, it actually uh, kind of uh, enabled us to do even more things together and kind of enhanced our, our friendship so we've we've actually done a number of projects where we went to Alaska in uh, one case Boston another case we've competed together in uh, uh, Slovakia um, and uh, and also uh, been to China um, well it was an aw- it was an odd situation in that I was a judge and he was a uh, uh, a competitor and so he'll never Let me hear the end of it when uh, he complains about his uh, um, third place instead of his second place. So (laughs) I think he'll blame me until he dies. But uh, um, I hold a lot of blame out there for a lot of things as a (laughs) judge. But, I mean, it's all in good fun. But, I mean, you know, because I was one of nine judges at that particular event. But uh, uh, it 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 was certainly an experience in uh, Northern China for, for that. So, But I guess m- the point is, is that, you know, these uh, kind of disasters where you get, where you end up with other people helping you and supporting you, you know, these, um, you know, potentially, it seems like it's all bad, but there's definitely a silver lining in that um, you you kind of build these friendships that you might never have had otherwise and and then you you know as the years go by they lead into all sorts of different things so uh that's you know i don't see i see obviously to me the worst part of the covid situation is obviously the you know the the people who um have died and the people who are facing you know uh in some cases long term effects from this um and then of course you know, the economic situation for restaurants and bars and, and, uh, and ice sculptors and, you know, and everybody that is associated with, you know, um, establishments or businesses that have been affected the travel industry, anything, you know, that's, it's awful that it's, you know, that it's, that, that's happening to them that, uh, um, but it's not as it's, you know, certainly much worse with the deaths. And so I, I have I try to see the I try to see the, uh, I guess what I'm trying to see say is that I see the opportunities in um, some sort of like, it's led to another, it's, it's given me an, an opportunity to, cons- to consolidate my, uh, I was a little bit spread out. So I kind of consolidated um, all of my stuff and it's given me an opportunity to do things that um, I wouldn't have had time to do. Otherwise, it would have taken me months or possibly years to get done. Uh, and so I don't see it as, from a business point of view, I don't see it. I see it as very challenging, but I don't see it as as the end of the world. I see it, and I actually see it as some opportunities there.
0: A so. couple times there's a silver lining some days to this. And... Uh you know, the unfortunate silver lining, and that's one of them. If you use your time and you organize yourself to get some things accomplished that you couldn't get done before, uh, you know, great steps, great steps for it. Now, you're working real close with COVID while we're on the topic. You're working as a contract tracer. Can you tell us about that?
2: Yeah, contact tracing is – every day that I'm like, I'll go back to work tomorrow. I've had the last couple of days off, but uh, I'll go back to work tomorrow. Um, And it's a, you know, it's going to be, it's not something that I expect to be doing for a long time because uh, it's related to uh, the, you know, the uptick in cases that Louisiana and, you know, the entire South basically has, has seen. So,
0: can I stop you for one second? Is this something that someone could look at? Because I actually, after you mentioned this, I saw an ad, uh, Mm -hmm. and it looked like this might be a hot job in Ohio right now because we have a spike. You know, is this something that somebody could look for as a temporary job?
2: Absolutely, and that's what I was. That's that was my approach. In that I was, and I actually had a little bit more difficult time getting the job than I thought uh, because it just took me longer. Um, I have uh, my education before I started ice sculpting though, was in biology and chemistry. And I actually worked in a microbiology lab for a little while when I was, uh, when I first got out of college. So, um, you know, ice sculpting was an accidental thing that kind of started during college. But, uh, so I was just going back to my education, but, uh, it, you know, the downside of it is that it's, um, you know, they don't necessarily need somebody that's has uh, that level of education. So it was a little bit harder to get the job than I thought. But uh, um, you know, eventually it was. Uh, uh, it's not. It's not great money because they're they uh, the state budgets that are trying to. You know, they It's an unexpected expense.
1: Uh, bring up real quick. Uh, about those recent pictures of the ice sculptures that you were doing, the, the editing and things, you were doing some really nice shots, some quality shots.
2: Oh, you mean? Uh, well, I've, that was one of the projects that I worked on that uh, um, that I've been doing. You know, that I just kind of alluded to earlier when I was talking about things that would have taken a lot longer to do uh, had COVID, you know, not shown up or had there not been right. an economic downturn, uh, you know, the, sh- well, the lockdowns, shutdowns. Yeah. So I, I'm trying, I've launched a new website and I'm, it's kind of an experiment. Uh, so yeah, that was something I'm, I'm working on.
1: Do you mind, um, without sharing, the, uh, giving away the farm, as Ken says, do you mind sharing how you, how you got those beautiful quality pictures? I mean,
2: it's just, I mean, it's it's basically taking the Alaska approach, you know, where you're sitting. I mean, it's my ap- approach to um, photography as far as uh, ice sculpture has been basically um, – Influenced. It was initially influenced by Mark Dawkus um, and and some of his freezer shots that he did. he's only got a couple of photos that are like that. But uh, um, and then Patrick Ingers. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce his last uh, his last name up in Alaska. But I'm sure you you know who I'm talking about. Ingers um, or Ingers. Right. So, uh, Alaska Photographics. Um, so, and it's the, that approach where I've tried to, you know, where I've been in Alaska trying to take photos of sculptures and realizing how tricky it is and how difficult it is and not having control of so many things in that situation. And then just going to, you know, smaller sculptures and saying, well, you know what, I have all the control. Uh, and so, um, I have, you know, control from start to finish. So that's that's what I'm what I'm doing is I'm taking, you know, the sculptures that I'm doing this with I'm uh the sculptures are designed for photos. They're not designed to ever leave the freezer. And uh and then I have a dedicated uh lighting rig um that uh is that I've set up specifically to um create multicolored uh sculptures. Okay, so I got,
1: I got two more question, questions real quick. Um, since you're sharing um, icecarvingsecrets.com, this is what
2: we. Well, that's we, not that's not. Well, I got to interrupt you. That's not a thing anymore. It hasn't been for a while because uh, I got kind of distracted and kind of uh, I lost. Lost my focus, I guess. There was a, a lot of things going on in my life at the time, and so I let it go. And so ice carving secrets is not a thing, but um, you can find a lot of the stuff that was uh, that's left over from it um, on i from what i From what I understand, is like Pinterest and other things. However, um, the initial site that I built was built on a dedicated Mac uh, platform that started uh i started having trouble with and so that was the other reason i kind of abandoned it uh you know so it hasn't been around for a while but i have started rebuilding it uh and i've got like i don't know there was i want to say there was like 400 blog entries or something or uh there was a lot it was in the hundreds um in that
1: it was great well, crazy. I,
2: I want to say though that I've, I'm starting to relaunch it under the name Secrets.com. So it's a little okay. different, but it's a WordPress uh, website. So, and it'll take a while for me to get it back to, uh, you know, some semblance of what it was before because it was a ton of work. Uh, which, you know, interestingly, I worked on a lot of uh, after Katrina. So it kind of there's a tie between the two um where one was a little bit you know kind of a result of Katrina and then this one is you know bringing it back is kind of the result of uh, COVID-19 so
1: okay my last my last question and then I'll hand it back over to you Ken to wrap it up um give us your your favorite funnest uh, story from high sculpting or anything in the industry related that you can come up with
2: Um, well, I mean, there's, there's a lot. Um, I would, I would, I would say that, um, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe competing against, uh, Janichi, you know, um, I've competed against him at the national championships and then multiple times at the, uh, uh, in the world championships in Alaska. Um, and maybe it was showing up in, um, uh, and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end up, um, mispronouncing these, uh, the, the area of China I'm talking about. I think it was, uh, Guangzhou. Um, but anyway, the, I guess maybe, you know, and this is one of a long list of things, but uh, maybe going, you know, competing against Genichi all those times and, and seeing him in Alaska a number of times and, you know, and, and again, in, uh at the national championships and I, and I have competed against him in uh, uh, when I was with um, Scott Nagel up in, uh, up in Canada, Lake Louisa, that was the first time I ever saw him, but then kind of, things came back around when I saw him uh, I, uh, a couple of years ago, I went to China a couple of times twice in one year uh, where I was judging events and to show up at the airport and then Janichi shows up and I'm thinking, Oh, Janichi's going to judge, you know, be one of the judges with me. And then I looked at his, uh, his little rolling case and I realized that he was going to be sculpting and that I was going to be judging Janichi. So it was kind of this, bizarre like things you know this is all messed up this is how how did this happen so um and and then you know and, and being there and um you know and, and we would eat uh we would eat uh at uh you would know, have this kind of community eating thing or um every time every meal it was a community all the car, everybody would just sit down at a table and they would just give you a bunch of food, you know, a little bit different setup than, uh, uh, you would find in, in, in the U S but, uh, um, and then Janichi would tease me about, uh, uh, cause I don't eat meat. He would say, uh, he said, Dans-son. he said, Dans-son. no meat, no meat. And, uh, um, things that, you know, he, he wanted to eat, uh, and didn't want me to eat that, uh, you know, he was trying to, uh, pull a fast one on me so you know that sort of situation the kind of the camaraderie and you know stuff that happens you know that takes 10 15 years of just seeing each other at different events um and then things how things kind of change or turn and you know you're just in a different situation than you ever thought you would be so that's all nice man great
0: story i mean you've been a few places like olympics Salt yeah. Lake City, if i'm correct
2: Yeah, yeah, that was – well, it was Provo, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the Salt Lake City – the Cultural uh, Olympic Arts Festival for for the Salt Lake City Olympics, and then they had it in Provo. Who was
0: your your teammate? Did you have a teammate?
2: uh, That was Vernon Barker.
0: Yes, shout-out, old Vernon Barker. I haven't talked to him in a long time. Yeah. I give him a shout-out one of these days, give him a call. And I don't know if he listens, but maybe he'll he'll shoot us a a text or something if he's listening, but –
2: yeah, we actually did a, a 9/11 piece. I mean, touching on other disasters at that at that point, um, and that right. was
0: it was. Uh, I, I kind of remember there was some firemen involved. Is that right? Is that
2: yeah, right? it was basically the it was the idea was it was a portion of the collapsed towers, and then um, a fireman, uh, and I think there was a line under a written line that said, "While others are running away, we're running in" or something along those. It was just kind of a tribute piece because. Uh, and oddly, we had just – in New Orleans, we had just had the Super Bowl um, for the, the year the Patriots won the first time they are playing the Rams. We had just had the Super Bowl because it had been moved from uh, the New York uh, to, to New Orleans uh, because they couldn't have it for security concerns. So I was, you know, I was beat because I'd just come out of a Super Bowl and then I was trying to fly off and, and go to uh, – uh, you know go compete in an international event and so i knew uh and and that yeah we both knew that it was like yeah we're not going to do real well here but we're going to do something you know that we're um that means something to us and maybe means something to other people as well so i think but, you did that's it though
0: I, I think you did a piece uh, probably more than once i don't want to say once you know oh dawson you did a piece once like this no right. i remember <laughs> One time I walked up to you, uh, and you had a, one of those, you know, cold, cold cocked ice carving hard days looks on your face. Uh, right. You tried. You tried to do a piece that was it was definitely difficult, and takes respect. And that was uh, the DNA strand that you did in Ice Alaska.
2: And oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I was telling Jess, I said, you know, you want to talk fusions, and then you want to talk like it's got this, you know, the ice is going up and round, and I, I said, this just this is one of those things that sucks you know, to try to carve, and you come up with a plan, and when I got there, it was when a piece had come off, and I didn't get to see the full thing, but you could see the depth, and you had a real hard angle going back, Um, but I always remember, if your name comes up in conversation, I always bring that piece up. I'm like, the guy tried to do the DNA strand, and it was going out, and I was like, you knew when you looked at it, it stayed there. It was like insanely impressive. It's like the upside down pyramid picture, you know? It's like an impressive stance to try to get something done. But, and I know you recall it because it was a hard, a hard, cold, cold two man.
2: Right. And well, actually that, um, that actually came out really well or almost really well. Uh, it was, well, it, it, it got an award. So I was, um, I mean, we were, we were happy with. We had, we had a tough, uh, you know, uh, experience, I guess, as far as uh, um, working together. Uh, so, you know, and I've seen that happen more than once where, where you get uh, sculptors, teammates that are really kind of, uh, you know, about ready to throw chisels at one another. So, we had one of those experiences uh, where... <laughs> You know, we didn't feel like it had gone all that well, but we actually scored pretty well and and, uh, and got, I think, sixth place that year. So, and we, um, David, uh, David Fong, my teammate, and I, you know, and after the fact, I kind of uh, took responsibility for how things had not gone well um, because it was my first time captaining Uh, a team and I didn't I didn't do some things the way that I should have Uh, but actually uh, interestingly we uh, David and I patched up our differences kind of uh, when we were on the same China trip that I uh, alluded to earlier but
0: uh, well I think that's awesome because at the end of the day you're going to definitely have I mean I, I could go through a list of carvers that I've had disagreements with not you know as a judge for a lot of people that listen Uh, It wasn't disagreements there. It was disagreements in other areas, you know. Uh, But to be able to work through those, you know, that's a great strategy. And, uh, you know, this is a shout out back to Jess. Jess and I were friends. And Jess and I one time did a project together. And, like, things did go okay. But we actually had a bad ending at the end of the day. And we had to walk away from each other for a couple months. And I think one day, I don't even know who called. He called me. Or I called him. I don't even know how it went. And it was just like, hey. Yeah, what are you doing? Hey, right. It's kind of like boys will be boys, you know. There, passion is passion, and you know, Jess and I are a real story to that. You can have these fallouts with people, and and you can make up, and it's okay to make up with people. So go do right. it.
2: Oh yeah, no no no, yeah. I mean, absolutely. You know. And and this,
1: let me let me chime in. And
2: this is what
1: needs to happen. I know we don't want to get political, but. This is really what needs to happen. I mean, we, everybody's had this big fallout, scrap, you know, uh, and, and, and at some point, we, we're going to have to figure out how to um, reconnect and, you know, in, in the ice world and, and everything else. But, yeah, this has happened to me many a times. And these projects, they, they can be so stressful. And... You know, I mean, um, I know I already said his name once, but Jim Duggan, Jim Duggan and I, we have butted heads. And I mean, I love him like a brother, but at the same time, I've been so pissed off at him, like you said, I want to throw a chisel at him. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, I never really would. But, uh, and then but on the other hand, it, you know, he's, he's also the same about me. And, we, we it's strange it's a strange relationship because with with all of us that are passionate about what we're doing like you said and I can tell just by talking to you in this conversation we're listening to you and um, you're extremely passionate about what you do and by your response about the the small sculptures and things and I'm the same it's just like I, I can get another job I got plenty of I have skills, I have tools, I have skills, and I don't I don't wanna discourage anybody else that's out there. But I'm I'm like my my biggest problem is I have to find a job that I'm
2: passionate
1: about, you know, or else it just won't do. You know, the
2: money. Well, you spend so much time doing doing any sort of job, you know, that if you don't enjoy it, then you I it's my feeling that you, you know, you should really reevaluate your life if uh if you're not happy with what you're doing for your career so you know and sometimes i mean there's lots of parts of ice sculpting that suck but um (laughs) (laughs) there
1: you got that right man what do you mean
2: uh, yeah uh, but uh, there's you know you if you don't end up with something that you feel like wow you know i did that and i'm proud of that and i you know I I can, I can put away all the stuff that I didn't like about it, but uh, um, but it, you know, and really, if you can make yourself forget about when you're done with something and you're just, you're happy with what you've done and you can make yourself forget about all the bad parts, then, you know, that, that works. There's nothing wrong with that. So, um, and that's what I try for. um, And it's, you know, it's, it's frustrating when you get to the end of whatever you're doing um, and you're just unhappy with it um and you know in in that case the only thing you can do is go back and try it again so um and sometimes you get that opportunity so
1: one one thing i missed um where did you
2: find high sculpting oh uh i was in uh um uh as i mentioned uh another time i was uh i was in college for uh biology and chemistry, and I came back to, I was in college in San Antonio, Texas, and I came back and I worked a summer job at a teeny tiny little Radisson hotel by the airport in Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, and one of the, the sous chef there, Victor Reddy, um, was would do the Sunday brunch sculptures, and so I would this was the first summer. Um, I spent all summer, every time I found out that he was doing an ice sculpture, I would go sit there and watch him. And then the next summer I came back and I got the same summer job. Um, but then, you know, when I showed up, he, you know, I was ready to, you know, park my butt there and, and sit there and watch him some more. Uh, but he handed me the chainsaw and said, here, you do it. I'm like, here I do what? And, you know uh so he had me carve uh it was a letter d a d for father's day so it was right at the you know right at the beginning of the summer and it was pretty horrible um but they put it out you You Uh, put
0: m-o-m didn't you you did what you did m-o-m didn't you
2: (laughs) yeah yeah that's exactly what happened no I, i yeah i spelled it wrong um so but uh no he he put a uh I think he put an elk next to it and, uh, and he put a, um, you know, a, a necktie, hung it off of it and we put it out for Sunday brunch and it was like, okay. And I, and I got equally horrible pictures. So, because for whatever reason it looked, you know, I was using, this was a long time ago back before, uh, you know, digital pictures. And so you couldn't see what you had uh, before you walked away as far as a photo. Um, and so when I got the photos developed, I was like, wow, okay, that's not good. But because uh, it looked like I, I don't know what was wrong with, with either me or the camera, but, uh,
0: well, but it, just, kinda,
2: it just kind of kept going from there. I kept, and then I started doing the sculptures all that summer at that hotel. So
0: when I was in high school, I worked at this country club and uh, kind of the same thing. I right. like lunch, the chef carved some really horrible ice sculptures Mm -hmm. like the first summer i was like 14 and the next summer he was like why don't you help here's a six-prong chisel which was taped to like a it was like duct taped and screwed to maybe a three-foot piece of wood (laughs) which was fucked up
2: i might i think i used that same tool
0: yeah it was like a common thing (laughs) so he's like you do the heart and i'll do the banjo and I'm like, okay, so I did a heart, which no, no open center, just, you know, picture this, you know, 15 year old kid with a six prong. And I, I had the shape of the heart, but it was as rough and as six prongy crap as you can think of. Right. And uh, Chef Dave did a banjo and he basically like, just kind of put a circle recessed a little bit and kind of like the neck of the banjo. And then he actually put nails in it and tied this crappy twine on it is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life.
2: Yeah, Very it sounds really
0: I have no idea. We put the two together, family photos galore. You know, this is like 1994. People are dressed to the success at a Sunday brunch for some, you know, whatever it was. And they're out there all taking family photos with it and stuff. And I got a photo of that somewhere that's just awful.
2: Right. Well, yeah, it's, it's your, yeah, we could, we could, you know, put them next to each other and have people vote as to which one is the worst picture because mine, I swear, (laughs) it looked like I was a, you know, uh, if, looking getting the pictures back and it was just like oh no you know i was so proud for no good reason um of my first ice sculpture i mean there was no reason to be proud of it except that it was the first one but uh uh it was just like what is wrong with either you or your camera because it just looked like i was drunk or something and you know i wasn't i don't think i was even old enough to drink at the time but uh, so yeah pretty terrible so but i got i got a little better so that's cool well speaking of photos oh, you,
0: any, you got any skills like uh scanning photos
2: oh well uh I have yeah a bunch
0: of photos let me let me give you a little bit better backlog hey dawson i have a lot of photos lots of ice cream
2: photos. <laughs> well, so do i
0: <laughs> i'm not a professional at like scanning in photos but i had this epiphany i was like you know there's probably a lot of people that would help this cause if I was to like send packages of photos to people and they knew how to do it, that they would do some of it. And I haven't actually looked into it. My wife was like, you should just take all the pictures into Walmart and tell them to scan them for you. And I was like, I don't know if they do that, but
2: they might do it. Yeah.
0: There's a bin. I got a roll. There's a bin. It's like a, I think
2: it's a 30s,
0: whatever it is. You can't see the sticker. It's a bigger bin, you know, it's filled
2: with right. pictures.
0: And oh, I, have, be- I have
2: that same bin. I have that. I found it during COVID, during co- moving, you know, moving stuff around during COVID. During
0: this bin's a, a little bit, it might be a little bit more interesting than a personal bin because I got a personal bin too. This is the bin from Nika. I would like to oh. take these 25 years of photos and like upload them to Oh, the
2: that's place different. Place. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I thought I was cool. doing you a personal favor like, how are you going to pay me a oh. beer? or or whatever, I am I was like, mm, I don't think I want to sign up for this.
0: And but, I, have, I have a little chart of things here on my desk. Okay. And a few <laughs> weeks ago, I wrote down, scan NICA photos. And then I put parentheses another day share, meaning right. I, mean, I don't even know how to do it. There's so many of them. But if right. anybody listening is like a master at this, just send me an email or uh, give me a call, send me a text, whatever, I don't care, and say, hey, man, it's this easy. But there is a lot. If I was to yeah. say there were 20,000 photos, that's probably right and somehow it would be great to share them. I could go grab one right now that might be from like an event in 1993. It might be from an event that happened uh, pre-NICA because there was a lot of photos that were sent from international events. Right. Packages That were like, hey, here's history of our event for 10 years, you know, to recognize. And it's just yeah. unfortunate that at the time, none of that was digital. And, and who in the world is gonna look at those photos?
2: Well, I, I've done – I've actually did exactly what you're talking about with uh, um, the Olympics uh, that I was at because I got, ended up with uh, um, uh, Chuck – let's see, Chuck uh, – I forgot his last name. He, was, uh, he used to be the uh, president. Morris. Um, but uh, he was running it at the time uh and so there was a lot of photos that yeah and i ended up scanning some photos that somehow i can't even remember how i got a hold of them but ended up putting them on ice carving secrets and event and they're still on my computer somewhere so they'll end up when i when i redo ice sculpting secrets um you know when i get further along with that i think i only have 100 pages done on that so far but uh uh yeah i'll put those put those back up but uh but yeah I never, I haven't had to deal with the the volume of photos that you're talking about, and I can only imagine, you know, given all the events that uh, NICA has had in the past, and and.
0: And that's the thing know. because you can't just take them
2: all and scan them. You got to take one
0: and you got to have it like scanned, and then you've got to take that information and you've got to provide it back in a way that says, you know, event date at least, like the event name. Right. And the,
2: you don't. Well, yeah, you have to do. you have to put you have to put everything in context, which is. Hopefully, what meta, metadata is doing now when you take a photo, so
0: everything in there is 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 really sorted. You know, it's in a package, and it's and it's it says you know a note from somebody. Written, oh, cool. You know, okay. Right here, you know, pictures from this. So I'm gonna figure out what to do with all those photos. Lots of projects to do on the side.
2: So right. Yeah, you were supposed to have it done by now since you've had all of this pandemic, haven't you? Know <laughs> you haven't finished.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Oh, where am I on this project?
2: And this was this was the world giving you time to do that, and you were not doing it. I guess you just were decided to do this podcast instead. Is that what happened?
0: Podcast and uh, lots of frisbee golf and
2: right. Well, you weren't supposed to do the frisbee golf. You were supposed no. to do the the scanning and the podcast, and that was it. So,
0: I tell you one thing. I, I shared this with Jess earlier. Is you got to take time, and not everybody can do it, but. I took time today and I made a post and I said, Hey, you know, if you're somebody out there that's in, in need, you know, you're looking, having a hardship to get your next meal kind of thing. I'm not looking to pay your electric bill, so to speak, but um, you know, if, if you're in need, the family's in need, so to speak, put one post out, seven people reached out to me today. Very specific, right. you know, um, people that I, I know are not like scamming me. Right. Like, this, this is a mistake. It's a hardship. And, I just, I, Jess and I do the same thing. We, you know, I don't want to say harvest. We get, he just did uh, two pigs. You just took the to butcher. And uh, so we do whole, whole or half animals, you know, pretty much whole animals. And so I put a small package box of stuff together, even like, depending on who it is or how it is like a, you know, a $10 Subway gift card so that right. they can do something normal. I write that on there, do something normal. Right. The box, just <laughs> drop, it off, drop it off on their porch and, and bail and uh, but I had seven people reach I maybe only had like 30 people like the post and a couple people comment but I actually had seven people personally message me already today none of them were ice carvers they're just people regionally within my area right uh, with probably within two hours that I know well that aren't going to listen to this podcast either right but they don't um it's not like they're pulling their leg but I I encourage people to share that idea if you can, even if you can only help one, because if seven people reach out to you, you can only help one, you can tell the other six, like, I really can only help one, and I helped that person, and I'm sorry you're in this place, but, you know, almost like a copy and paste message, but it's one of those times where it's good to think about your neighbor and to think about your others, and just like when you had Katrina and you had your uh, local sculptor community, you know, come right in and aid you that you didn't even know. You don't even know these guys that well. And they just kind of come in and make sure you're going to make it. It's awesome stuff. So, you know, do things like that. Uh, stay positive. Dawson, it's been a really good podcast. I think that we have probably stretched it into the 45-minute zone, which is going to – it's probably an hour, but I'll trim it a little bit. But it's been a right. great podcast. And, you know, ultimately, we're trying to get people to bring in the, more than hope, you know, just a positive message. Get busy. Do things. Don't stay inside. You know, your sh- your your chisels, ship them off to get sharpened. Those are small businesses. Well, no,
2: no, no. You can stay inside as long as it's in a freezer.
0: That's right. Get doing some stuff. <laughs> you know, so it's a great time to try to be an innovator. And it's a great time to, even if you, you know, it's a sculpture that you just feel defeated on, go in and conquer it. So, Jess, what's happening back there on the background? Anything good?
1: Uh, I just really enjoyed the conversation tonight. Thank you so much, Dawson, for joining us. Um, Thank you for the uh, early inspiration with icecarvingsecrets.com. I look forward to seeing iceculptingsecrets.com in the near future. Um, I did want to bring up one more time uh, Katrina and the, uh, you know, though I was not there, obviously. I'm I'm curious. I mean, the the charity and the, the volunteering, and it kind of ties into what Ken was just saying. I mean, the, the partnership or the brotherhood, so to speak. You know, the camaraderie. You know, I mean, where where were we at with all of that, and and is that where we're at now? I mean, it's not quite the same desperation, but you know, how can how can we help each other? How can we reach out? Well, I mean. You-
2: the i think what uh um you know what ken was talking about with uh uh you know the facebook everybody everything is so social media driven now um but you know and which is weird it's odd because it was the last time that uh um you know my katrina experience it was i don't think I don't think I ended up, I was on Facebook until, uh, until a, two or three years after that. So, um, it was a very different experience as far as how, you know, and there was no Netflix or anything. you were um, on MySpace.
0: I still have your MySpace account. I'm going to pull it up right now. And as I'm looking <laughs> at you know, it here.
2: <laughs> I, I, I started on MySpace, but I don't think I did anything. with I had a website, but, uh, um, yeah, in fact, that was when I I do remember trying to learn Flash, Adobe Flash, and 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 then giving up on that, and and then a couple of years later being really happy that I'd given up on that. Um, but uh, yeah, the the experience is completely different as far as your instant connection with other people, um, and you know, and and then certainly this experience is com- is completely different because. You know, because everybody's affected, and it's not—it wasn't just a, a small section of the country. When you have a hurricane um, or a natural disaster, you know you've got it's very concentrated, uh, and this is just you know everybody everywhere. Um, so, yeah, it's but I think that if you're in a position to uh, uh, to help somebody out, um, you know I've gotten I, you know from my point of view I've gotten help from my family uh and uh um and some friends uh so you know and i've consolidated things and i've done a couple of other things you know you're just trying to figure out your way forward but uh if you are in a position to help i think what ken was talking about with just doing a you know kind of a facebook post and saying you know anybody need anything is is a uh, is a fantastic idea so
1: all right guys well This is Jess Parrish, I'm signing off. Um, I love you all, be brave.
0: Most definitely,
1: thank you Jess. Uh,
0: Dawson, I appreciate you coming on, we covered a lot. Uh, we're gonna do some uh, further podcasts, obviously down the road, and I'd like to have you back. We'll pick some uh, topics that are educational uh, because the, the thing we're focused on, we started with, you know, let's really cover like artist stories and then COVID has got us a little focused on business, right? Um, but hope also because a lot of our, uh, you know, artists are dabbing in a lot of things, and the folks who listen. So as we move forward, you know, I'd like to have you back and let's let's talk about, you know, like you were, you know, as Jess said, I, I used the, the Dawson's list as I called it because that was his right. name. Always funny to us because we were like, he has this great list, and his name is Dawson's list. Oh, you've been on there and we all knew what it was called, but we, that's where we
2: would go. And, right. You know, and I I didn't, I didn't, I had no idea that anybody was calling at that. So yeah, that, it was that, great because
0: you learned it on the call beforehand. You were like, I didn't know that. Like, yep. Right. <laughs> so you, could, you could really call it that. And some, some people are probably searching right now on Google, like, well, I can't even find it. So, but you know, I'd love to have you back because you know, topics, uh, as we move forward, educational stuff, you know, sure. because as we're moving on and moving up and moving out there's always going to be replacements and those replacements would love to hear from us and i think we're going to try to have mike kleinbell on pretty soon is that right jess
1: yeah it sounds sounds like either him or kevin yes
0: yeah, so, we're going to do one of the kleinbell boys boom. on here and shoot shoot the breeze with these guys in colorado and find out you know more history just old stuff that's been happening new stuff that's going on and you know lifestyle that we've, that built us all up in a lot of ways. So look forward to more of these and I look forward to having you back on, man. I thank you for coming on.
2: Sure. I appreciate the, uh, the opportunity to run my mouth at, uh, you know, talk about whatever I, wherever the conversation went, It was fun.
0: Definitely. Definitely was man. All right, cool. Well, peace out ice people. Uh, We'll get back with you again. I know we got uh, TJ Neary chomping at the bit to get on here. I want to break into Canada. So I'm probably going to get, I'm not sure, but I've got a couple people up there I want to talk to. So I think we can, we can break the border, go northbound. They're already, you know, so partially recovered. When we talked to Julian, he mentioned that uh, they were having issues with the masks and a spike back up there in Canada. I haven't seen it on our news here, but he did mention that. And I, I hope that's not the case because we need to see this go away, but maybe we'll call on uh, somebody in the north of north of us here and figure out what's happening. So if you got any ideas, Dawson, or you talk to somebody or somebody listens to this new, because you know, you're a, a, a new, obviously uh, podcaster for us. And we're going to have a few more people listen that didn't. And if those folks or somebody else knows somebody, just shoot us a message. You know, let one of us know on Facebook or whatever. Like, hey, we would like to be on or we think this person would be a great listen. So it's uh, not a closed loop. We definitely take, you know, audience participation to heart. So we'll talk to you next time. Peace.